Support for Waveform comes from Anthropic. So looking for an AI solution for a business, it might be time to check out the Claude 3 family from Anthropic, your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. So whether you're powering a customer chat experience or doing complex R&D or need advanced analysis, Anthropic can help provide you with frontier intelligence. So if you're looking for speed, power, or anything in between, the Claude 3 family offers AI models for a variety of tasks and budgets. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just visible. Switch today at visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see visible.com. What is up, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. All three of us are here today to talk about Google's Pixel event. They've got a whole bunch of stuff that we kind of already saw coming, but now we get final confirmation of and we get to talk about how we feel about it. Also, uh, in case you can't see, I am wearing the new Waveform t-shirt shop.mkbhd.com. This is, uh, we've kind of had this in the works for a while. You've seen it back here. But now you can get it here in case you're yeah. interested. And, and David's also wearing the uh, more tessellation pattern I version. I love this one. Together, Marquez and I equal the background. Exactly. We are this. <laughs> this is the updated logo. This is the kind of like our sound panel awesome like tessellation like you said we also have a mug by the way which is this is a two coffee kind of day Sneaky so popular. that's where we're i just moved it. into a new apartment and you better bet all my mugs are way for mugs, way for mugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all three of them <laughs> hey man <laughs> so we're gonna get to all that stuff in this episode but first i just wanted to point out that you're welcome we can edit tweets now now there's a couple asterisks to that. I'll just I'll I'll break down what that exactly means. So, it's been in the works for a while. We knew Twitter was going to have an edit tweet button. I don't know how many years I've asked for this. It's a very simple thing to do. Instagram has editing, Facebook has editing. We can edit on everything except Twitter, right? Okay. So, it's rolling out to Twitter Blue subscribers first, which is, you know, you have to be it's 3 bucks a month or something like that, I think. Um, and it's in beta and it's rolling out slowly to people who are subscribed. But basically, you can tweet and then within 30 minutes of your tweet, if you found the typo or you tagged the wrong account or you want to add one more thing or punctuation, whatever, you want to edit the tweet, you can go in and edit it. And you can edit it multiple times in these 30 minutes, which is cool. So what happens is the engagement for that tweet will show in aggregate, but on the timeline, it will show that this is an edited tweet and you can expand to view the history of the edits and which engagements happened with which version of the tweet. It's well executed, well thought out. I will continue to play with this, hopefully not on purpose, but I do make typos and I will be fixing them. Thank you, Twitter. I love it. I It's funny. You've been asking for it so long that I feel like every time you give an example, you give it less and less of a like chance that you're like, well, we should just get five minutes, like one, <laughs> one edit, five characters. Let me edit five blah, characters. Yeah. And they give you half an hour and unlimited edits. Like they went really lenient with it. And I yeah. love it. I'm surprised it took that long if they're going to be that okay with all of it. But yeah, yeah kudos. What's funny is like, this is such an old problem that it almost feels like one of those OG, like the lore of this product problem. Kind of like how Half-Life 3 will never come out. You mean like an Instagram tablet app? Low blow. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Real quick question. You said coming out to Twitter blue users first. Does that mean to everybody eventually? That's a good question. I don't know. So right okay. now I know that there's, you can only edit uh, tweets. You can't edit replies. You can't edit Fine. polls. You can't edit all sorts of things. But they do plan on expanding it to all those things eventually. So that's why it's in beta now, and they're going to continue to roll it out for all those things. I don't know if that means they're also going to allow everyone to edit eventually. It's funny because I wondered, you said polls. I was like, why couldn't you edit polls? Oh, because change someone option could, one, option could vote, oh, yeah, yeah. and then you could yes. change it. But okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Yesterday, they also uh, rolled out being able to 
um, do multiple media types at the same time. So you can you can tweet Which a I've video, been photo, and testing. GIF at the same time. There's some yeah. great memes out there. Yeah. There's one of <laughs> yeah. like the top two and left are Kirby sucking something up and yeah. the bottom is like a GIF or a video of yeah. something like getting Being pulled away. The- <laughs> yeah. Every time it. there's a new feature, people will try to exploit it's, it. That's exactly... It I love it. Every, yeah, every new feature, somebody just pushes it to the extreme. Somebody replied that I should just start uh, hiding secret messages in edits. So like my timeline looks normal but you can see my tweets are edited and then if you expand every edited tweet you can find a new set of tweets of a completely different topic we'll play with that there are some merch coupon codes in there oh, <laughs> oh. interesting idea Just that make you should have twitter notifications on uh, I, I guess i really like that idea actually oh, yeah. okay us on twitter for that noted uh well we did have at the uh, at the time of this recording the google event today we kind of knew everything already but we got some final confirmations we got some final looks in hand we got the prices and we got to new know if there are new features or not pixel 7 and pixel 7 pro pixel watch and an extra look slash teaser at this tablet that looms on the horizon for 2023 let's start with just you- the ecosystem of the rest of google stuff yeah too. that it felt like the whole event was like they right off the bat wanted to hammer an ecosystem which I kind of, I mean, I loved. It was obvious. I think it's obvious that when the watch comes out, they kind of complete their personal ecosystem with the buds and the phone, whereas their like home stuff is already kind of miles ahead of Apple. Um, they also announced really quick two home things right before the event that yeah, they included tweets, in yeah. the event. Yeah. yeah. Nest Wi-Fi Pro and the new wired Nest doorbell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which looks just like the wired one, but slightly smaller. It looks just like the wireless, wireless one. Yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, so I have uh-huh. the old wired doorbell, and I see that the new one... So it's weird. My house has like a side door that nobody uses, but that's technically the front door, so that's where the wiring in the house is. So I have a normal old wired doorbell there, but the part of the house that all the delivery people go to isn't a normal door, so I got the wireless battery doorbell, and that's where I stuck that one. So that's one everyone uses. I think I'm just going to have to get a matching one now for the front door. Mm. Anyway, it looks solid. Can we real quick, you said you got to see the, the Nest Wi-Fi. Yeah. Can you tell us what it looks like? Because online it looks yeah. like a Tic Tac. Yeah, it looks massive. Tic-tac. really bad. Okay. It's, cool. it's big. And like the last Google Nest Wi-Fi, I thought it was a really well-designed, really pretty product. It, it was this matte sort of like truncated sphere and it had speaker holes in the top and it could be used as a Google assistant beacon. Mm-hmm. And I always used to say like, I love that I can ask my Wi-Fi router what time it is and what the weather is when I wake up in the morning. Super that feels convenient. weird, but awesome. It's like, a, yeah. it's like an extra benefit because you don't have to buy an extra speaker. Like in a room where you are often doing a lot of things, yeah. like maybe in your bedroom, mm-hmm. you want a good Wi-Fi signal. So that's where you put the thing. Yeah. Now you got a speaker. Yeah. And I asked them because there are a bunch of product managers at the event. So mm-hmm. the new Nest Wi-Fi Pro, uh, one, the colors are uh, questionable. Google has definitely been doing this weird, like... So pale. Pale pastel theme for the last couple of years now, but they're they're really leaning into it, and there's like a yellow speaker, which I don't know where you would put that. Or not speaker, uh, Wi-Fi router. Yeah, it's white. Yeah. Slightly off-white. Yeah, yellow. Fog. Which is blue. Barely. Barely blue. And then yellow. And then yellow. Is it yeah. snow, linen, and lemongrass? Linen. The I looked at the linen one, and I was like, oh, it's white. And then I looked next to it, and there was the actual white one. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, got it. Yeah. So it sort of looks it looks badly designed. I know, I, I know that's really <laughs> rough, but it's like it looks like you took... You know those... Uh, Marquez pointed that, this out to me in the car. You know at Easter, when you have those eggs that are filled with candy and there's like it's like two pieces and you break them open but you can see the seam looks exactly like that but really big and they took the speaker out which sucks and i asked them why and they were like we were looking at our user data it just didn't really seem like people used it that much and i was like but that was my favorite part about it yeah wow and now you have it in the cheaper one but the the only benefit is it has well not only benefit but it has wi-fi 6e which gives Mm -hmm. you six gigahertz so if you're in the same room as it, you can get like gigabit over Wi-Fi, which is yeah. Great. Well, you can get five point four. Like you could over s- six, you could get one two point something. 1. 2, I think one point two. Yeah, and then so six e, you can get five point four. It's also nice getting tri bands because then you can like hook different devices up on different things, yeah. getting the extra six on it. Yeah. Um, I, would you say though? 
so Google does their like pastel colors. If it, all of it was matte, do you think it would look better? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know why they went glossy with them. It looks Me too much it. like Easter candy. Exactly. I'm thinking that potentially the making it matte would have been had to use a different material or a different paint that like a six gigahertz signal could not really pass through. I as wouldn't easily. have even thought of something like that's maybe. my only because it looks like pl- it's glossy and it almost looks plasticky it's and like thin plastic. Like thin plastic. Yeah. I think that's why. Yeah. But I would have to ask them. Hopefully Dbrand figures something out. Here's what I'll say. Uh, <laughs> I have these like Orbi routers now that I showed in the home tech video that are even bigger and even uglier. <laughs> and so I pre-ordered these. I was like, this yeah. is actually an improvement. Uh, I switched to them specifically for Wi-Fi 6 and to get better speeds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Try yeah. I, um, the funny thing, one quick story about that real quick is there was a guy that walked over and started talking to the product manager and he was like, oh, so beautiful. And she was like, aren't they just gorgeous? And I was like, <laughs> Nope, sir. <laughs> what sir. are we looking at? Anyway. Yeah. So that was that. It's a family of products now. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the doorbell, actually the colors that the doorbell came in were Those nice. look great. Mm-hmm. I like those a lot. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know why they ever did the wireless doorbell. Everyone I know that has one is like, I just wish it was wired. Yeah. So I'm glad they finally did. The well, new the wireless, one gives an old thing back. The wireless is like only useful if you have that problem that I have, which is your front door is weirdly not wired for some reason. Or if you're in like an apartment or something, like you could... I think it's great for apartments or house or like rental property. Um, But like, I don't know. A lot of people buying these have a home and would rather just hardwire it and not charge it every three weeks. Yeah. Same. So three weeks is just too frequent. Yeah. It's way too too frequent. frequent. Yeah. Make it a year and then I'll start. Especially something that's like kind of based on your safety. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you're having a security cam, like to see things that happen at your house and then after three weeks, if you forget, you're like, I'll do it tomorrow. And then you just off, get robbed. off, off, off. And then you get robbed or a package gets stolen or something and you've missed yeah. it all completely. Yeah, so, yeah. This is yeah. the part where you put a recurring task reminder in your every three app, weeks. Every or they just put <laughs> yeah, a wire on go. it and then it's yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved. All right. We're doing watch first. Is that what's happening? I, I think let's do watch. First. All right. We'll save the 7 and 7 Pro for after this. So. Pixel Watch is a thing. We were waiting for it for a while. I think the number one question I get from people outside of the tech world about a a Google Watch is like, are they going to make an Apple Watch, but for Android phones, basically? I wouldn't describe it that way. I would describe it like uh, a Fitbit turned into a watch. Now, it still does a lot of both things. It does most of the Apple Watch stuff, right? It gives you your notifications, will let you use Google Assistant, reply to messages, voice text, all this normal smartwatch stuff. And then all of the fitness parts are Fitbit. They're yeah. all actually in the Fitbit app, actually. It talks to the Fitbit app on the phone. So heart rate tracking, fitness data, wellness, all these sorts of things, your sleep tracking and a sleep score when you wake up in the morning, all of that is happening through Fitbit. So the way it's described is like, who would want to buy this thing? It's a Fitbit user who wants a little bit more of a smartwatch for like the phone notifications or someone who is considering getting a smartwatch, a smartwatch, but really wants Fitbit stuff in it. So it's a really small, lightweight, yeah, super one light. size, 24 hour battery life. That's the worrying part. They yeah. said up to 24 hour battery 24. life. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's. We'll see how scary. that goes. It's a very small watch. Like, I wouldn't expect a good battery it's life really out of it. Small. I put it on my wrist next to the Ultra. Dwarfs it. Yeah. Dwarfs it. But that's the, uh, that's the Google Pixel watch. You had a tweet earlier that I really liked. I think you said that they should have just renamed it Google Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I, I don't like that I have to do a new app on my yeah. Pixel because I would confusing. rather just use Google Fit. Like, they should just change the Google Fit app into the Fitbit app. It's going to connect all together anyways. I don't think it's bad that they're using Fitbit. It's clearly they have years and years of practice with this. They've been doing all the tracking and stuff. I think it's great that Fitbit users can come to the Pixel Watch and have all their, their, everything they're used to have all their information. And it's like a tried and true tracker already. I do like that. I do think there's some people who just don't have a smartwatch that might be excited to get this knowing that Fitbit's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, but the double app, it would make made more sense if the Google Fit app was just now the same. Yeah. I talked to like all of the product managers at the event and I talked to the Pixel Watch one too. And I said, okay, do you need the Fitbit app and the uh, Google Fit app? And he's like, well, we're really recommend that pe- re- recommending that people use the 
Fitbit app for this. And that's really what this is designed for. I'm like, that's so so strange. Google that's weird. It's just sort of thrown to the sideline. Yeah. He's like, well, you could use that, you know, if you wanted to use that. And I was just thinking like, okay. And I think there were reports um, a couple of weeks ago that Google is going to force you to switch over to a Google account instead of a Fitbit account. Like you're going to move your Fitbit account over to being a Google account. Okay. Um, but you still use the Fitbit app and I don't know, they this just, is, they need to truncate it. Like, yeah, yeah, if they just called it Google Fitbit, that's all they have to do because mm-hmm. it's a recognizable Fitbit name. They just call it Google Fitbit and they either use all the data and features from the Fitbit app and then make it in the Google style like Google Fit mm-hmm. or they just like, you know, use the Fitbit app and then yeah. just call it Google Fitbit and get rid of Google Fit. If it's confusing to me, it's going to be confusing to oh, yeah. lots of first time smartwatch users. Yeah. They said in the setup, it will prompt you to download Fitbit, but it does not prompt you to download Google Fit. I, I bet okay. there's going to be people who buy it are like, why is this isn't a Fitbit? Why is it, it telling me to download it? Basically is, though. Yeah. But I think there are people who are going to be just like, oh, yeah. it's a it's a Google watch or it's the Pixel yeah. watch. Why is it telling oh, you? Yeah, why, I didn't buy a Fitbit. And not notice that there's like yeah. a connection there that Google owns it. Yeah. Yeah. The I watch, though, it's, it's small, but it's also way thinner than it looks like. In really? The, yeah. In the renders. It's I can't quite wait to thin. see that. It's not like, you know, super, super flat, but it's it's pretty thin. But that also worries me about the battery life, right? Yeah. yeah. It's elegant. It's really nice looking. Yeah. I like it. There's I, yeah, some bands. Can I hear your thoughts on like, uh, I'll say one thing that I thought looked really cool i kind of think it has the same issue as what i thought the pixel 6 did last year is all the video i'm seeing of it looks like a render and i'm having a hard time imagining it in real life yeah Mm -hmm. the coolest thing about it i thought was how the band attaches i think that's actually really cool i don't know if (laughs) it sounds like you guys had some issues with it based on that but the way they showed it seemed really neat okay we like apple this is one of those things where i think we will but so this is actually a pretty underrated thing. Like Apple's had the same way of attaching bands since the first watch, which doesn't sound like a huge deal, but that's because if you change the way it attaches, it's like changing a port. Like mm-hmm. all of the previous bands that every accessory maker anyone ever bought doesn't work anymore. So it's really important to get the way the watch band connects to the watch right the first time so that that's how you just keep it for as long as possible. Yeah. So they they demoed this like elegant new way of like clicking out and rotating it to the side. I tried it. And granted, I was trying it on camera, but I tried it many times and it is not easy. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I have big fingers, maybe. I don't know. But it's kind of like this awkward, like push down and then rotate over the part that you just pushed. Mm -hmm. So I got it to work. um, But I don't know. I changed Apple Watch bands on the regular just like real quick. Yeah. Uh, And I I don't know if that's just because I got used to it real quick or if it's because this is a better way of doing it. It's probably definitely a muscle memory thing because I don't change my Apple Watch band very often at all. And when I do, yeah. it's like I kind of have to dig my finger in and kind of press it and then it slides off really fast. So maybe it's just I'll have to do it more often. Yeah. I, ch- I change yeah. my watch band every day because I sleep in one band oh, wow. and I wear a different band oh, every oh, day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like a normal rubber band, but yeah. I, I have like a softer like oh, okay. band yeah. or whatever. So once a day, I just... Yeah, to be fair, I like... I was there with the camera being like this and Marquez was like trying to keep it in focus mm. like because we had this narrow field of focus. So he was like trying to do it sort of at a weird angle. So, yeah, we'll see over the next week or it, so how that you guys saying that made me think now, though, that like third party watch bands for this are going to be a pain in the neck. Even if it works perfectly, thinking about how that works, that's far harder than like this small little just diameter that has to slide in or like. Samsung Garmin are generally pretty easy because it's just a pin that you press in yeah. and slide in there. The advantage to this is there are no visible lugs. So yeah. you have these really elegant, like seamless looking bands that don't appear to connect to the watch. They just like, they look like they just come out of the watch. Yeah. They look really cool. Yeah, and I understand cool. why they did it this way. Mm-hmm. We'll see how long it takes to get used to that. Yeah. I think the yeah. bands look good. Um, the quality of them did not feel really? nearly as good as the Apple Watch bands, but I feel like it's, I don't know, it's a Gen 1 thing no trail like over time. They, they were really cool looking bands, like super cool looking bands, but they yeah. just felt like tough and they weren't stretching at all. And The one that I tried, and this maybe is where we ended, but it was, uh, it was really stretchy and it was kind of like one. a trail loop. It didn't have a, a Velcro part, but it was like a solo loop okay. and it was like a like a felt it was like a felt. white white fabric yeah white fabric but it was stretchy 
Yeah, and that, it, yeah. it was comfortable. I, that one I was, was super in that. comfortable, but I was just worried that like it was white fabric, and I oh, feel like yeah, if you yeah, sweat yeah, at all in that, it's just gonna turn yellow. The trail loop we have. I'll sleep like, in that one. I think yeah. that'll, be, <laughs> okay. that'll be my sleep tracking band. Your pillow band. Exactly. Um, really quick question about the the bezel on the Pixel Watch because it's kind of the thing that we all saw was there, but it was hard to see. And then they were really showing it this time and it looks kind of brutal. Is it as bad in person? You know how if you were a product designer and you're making a phone with a huge notch, then you would design wallpapers around yes, hiding that Samsung notch? Samsung and yeah. Apple did that? That's this watch. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's funny because it, it the bezel is definitely big, um, but everything about the UI has a gradient into darkness. So even the flashlight app on the watch, there's a flashlight app. Obviously it's not that bright. It's like way dimmer than the the Apple watch, but it it's bright in the center. And then as you get near the bezels, it like tapers off into just turning the pixels off to make it. Their whole idea is like, we never want you to be able to see a UI element touching the bezel because if you can't see it, then the bezel unless you're in direct sunlight, just kind of looks like part of the screen. It's definitely a thicker bezel, but the way that they designed the UI theoretically makes it look not huge. The thing is, it's already a small watch. They did one example that shows that not working, which was the viewfinder for when you're taking a picture. Oh my God, that was the worst example I've ever seen. The square, like, again, oh my (laughs) God. They did so much work hiding the bezel and every other thing, and then you got to see it there. Also, can I just say... When the Moto 360 came out in 2013, thin bezel, pers- thin bezel. Yes, it had the flat tire, yeah. but whatever, it wasn't that bad. It had a th- it looked nicer in my opinion than this watch. And I remember like one of the first third party apps that came out was a remote camera shutter, and I remember using that all the time. And it filled the entire thing. It wasn't like here's the entire image in a square format. It like it filled the whole screen of cropped the, in. I don't know. It just. It feels like they forgot everything that happened in the last nine years. So I don't know. I feel like we need to use it and then see how it is. Yeah, for sure. In a dimly lit environment, the OLED is black and does a good job of fading into the black bezel. Yeah. But we shall see. In most scenarios, yes, but we'll see. 349 for that watch. Oof. It'll be 399 with cellular. We'll try it. We'll review it. Stay tuned. We got to take a break. So we'll do a quick trivia question. But when we come back, we got to talk about the phones, of course. All right. Trivia. So the score is David has four, Andrew has eight, and Marquez has seven. So, because at the Apple event, we did <laughs> we did Apple-themed questions. This one, we're doing Google-themed questions. Oh, I'm going to slay. Remember those uh, Apple-themed questions, Andrew? No. Not really. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I do. So, should I just give you the answers first? Or yeah, yeah. Answers okay, first. Yeah. Uh, of course. All right. Which of the following was not the name of a color for a Google product? Oh, Pixel product. Yeah. Okay. Um, sort of sunny. Clearly white, not pink, or not really black. There, yeah, I know, the I know this. Come on. Yeah. Maybe that's because I pay boy. too much attention to the puns that people make about the colors. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Support for this show comes from NetSuite, and that's exactly what NetSuite provides, support. But what they really provide is support where you need it, because no one needs help where they don't need it. So NetSuite wants to provide you with products and services that are tailor-made for your business. Help where you need it. NetSuite is a top-rated cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessible from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math, see how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, so head to netsuite.com slash waveform. That's netsuite.com slash waveform, netsuite.com slash waveform. All right, we're back. Let's talk about the phones. Pixel 7 and Pixel 7 Pro are officially official. Now we've seen these phones in renders and various teasers from Google over and over and over and over and over and over again for the past <laughs> couple of weeks. Since but, May. <laughs> yeah, we finally have prices and we finally have specs and features. So there's the 6.3-inch uh, flat 1080p 90, 90 hertz 90 or 60? Hertz. 90, 90 hertz yeah. Pixel 7. Uh, it has a 4355 milliamp hour battery and 8 gigs of RAM. And it has a regular camera and an ultra wide on the back. And then a new a selfie camera. It gets up to 1400 nits, which is really impressive. The screen on the Pixel 7 looks substantially better than the 6. Does it? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. And it looks good. Then you have the Pixel 7 Pro, which adds a telephoto, which is a new 5X telephoto camera. It has a larger, I believe, 5000 milliamp hour battery. It has a slightly curved over the edges. 1440p, 120 hertz LTPO OLED. It's curved slightly less oh, yeah. than the 6 Pro. Okay. Happy to note that. I was I was curious if that would be true or not. They didn't even say it in the keynote, but it is curved like less over the it's edges. It's just like S20 to S21. Remember how our Ultra? Yeah, Remember yeah, how yeah. the S20 Ultra was way too curved, and then 21, it was like perfect. Yeah. They, okay. they went back. They went hey, over it, and then they went back. If you're comparing to S21 Ultra, this all... Well... Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we'll get there. Baby steps. Oh, yeah. But, you know, there's two new phones. Uh, also, the big one has four extra gigs of RAM. Um, it's the new Tensor G2 chip. I mean, these phones really aren't about specs. It's more... And I'll talk about this in the in the impressions video when we when we get to making that later today but it's about it's more about like the features and being helpful and being like a really smart smartphone so i almost like didn't care what the specs were like they're no they're the same internals with a little more ram on the bigger one um but i don't know first impressions like the design is it still looks like a pixel but instead of glass visor it's metal visor this time yeah uh, I don't know yet if I prefer that or not. I kind of think That's I prefer exactly the glass. I really? I don't know. I like the metal. I don't like the cutouts of it. So I'm like, yeah. I'm 50-50 on it. I think, I think once you see the phones, you will be happy. Okay. In my opinion. I think I'm leaning I, towards wood. What's nice is that last year we were like, this feels like a bunch of different random parts like glued together because even the camera visor. I'm taking the skin off. Yeah, take the skin I'm off. I'm going to show you this. The camera visor is a separate part mm -hmm. to the side rails. Yes. In this exactly. one, it's all one solid okay. piece. That's the biggest And it difference. just makes it feel higher quality. I still hate that they're glossy phones because I think matte would have been amazing. Oh man, I miss Pixel Matte. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. Pixel Four Pixel Matte four. with with like oh. matte edges. Yeah, cool. and three. That seam yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it's unibody on the metal? Yes, yeah. and like it just fe the metal just feels really good. Of course, and yeah, the cutouts yeah. and the camera don't look that bad. It's not that bad. I okay. think you'll like it. So the the more interesting parts is the features, which is we were looking forward to. Like, okay, what are they going to do with this phone that they couldn't do with the Pixel Six? So Tensor G two. They basically take advantage of the fact that they know they can do a bunch of this um, this computational computational photography, speech to text. If you're uh, sending a voice note in Google Messages, it'll transcribe it so you can see the text in before you play the voice note, which is interesting. Um, I really think the most interesting stuff is all in the cameras. Wait, before we get to that, can I tell yeah. you my favorite thing and like yeah. what makes me want a Pixel Seven? Uh -huh. Face Unlock is back. Oh yeah, Face Unlock I'm is back. So happy about that. I miss it so much. I hate my fingerprint sensor on my Pixel Six, and I want Face Unlock back. And I think did they said it's a G two thing, right? Yeah. So okay. and it, was it only on the Pro? Or was no, it no, it's on both. It's on both. I, tr okay. Trust me, that they, was the first thing I looked at for all. They of said them. it's using machine learning, which means there's no special like hardware for it. Don't care. Which means they're using a two D image and using ML. Don't care. 
Okay. I just want it. Okay, I'm just, I'm <laughs> no, just saying, I, like, no, I appreciate remember it. how people were using the fingerprint reader and it was unlocking each other's phones Yeah, like two weeks ago? I'm yeah. just, like, wondering if people are going to be able to unlock each other's we'll phones. We'll see. It's not going to be as secure as some of the better ones out there, Yeah, but I just want it so bad. They also said the fingerprint sensor was new and better. Okay. I it's, will be testing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to be on. Mine's yeah. mostly for chalked up hands when I'm climbing. Like, right. if it's new and better, it's not going to get it anyways, Fair. and I just want face unlocked back really Fair. bad. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited. Okay, yeah. That. Well, that but is yes. like that is one camera feature. Okay, it uses the camera. Okay, you're right. You're that is a camera feature. <laughs> but <clears throat> around the back, we do get um, a. It's the same primary camera. It is the yeah, great camera. Slightly updated ultra wide with autofocus now, so it can take better macro shots. Only on the pro. Only on the pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Pixel Seven uses the same ultra wide as before, mm-hmm. and the pro also has a new telephoto. It's a five X telephoto. And what they're doing is uh, a little more of that is, okay, rewind. My favorite moment (laughs) of the keynote was at the beginning, they (laughs) took this little opportunity to go, oh, you know, we really like when our competitors are inspired by our features. Pixel has always been a leader in smartphone innovation. And we take it as a compliment when others in the industry follow our lead. Like the always on display and at a glance introduced with Pixel 2 and adopt them because they're really good. You know how like we had an always on display back with the Pixel 2? And you know how like we had crash detection three years ago? And the crowd was kind of like, oh, y'all so clever, Google, well played. I liked it. I liked then it. nine minutes later, they were like introducing cinematic mode <laughs> <laughs> and face unlock yeah. and all these things you've never seen before. Yeah. Um, and so the one interesting thing that the iPhone just did that I think is smart is they take a crop of the middle 12 megapixels of the camera for basically an optical level of zoom. They do that on the primary camera. So it goes from 50 to 12 and a half megapixels. And then the telephoto is also a high resolution so they can do the same thing. So they'll go 5X and then crop in there 10X is another optical zoom. And then they have these like haptic stops in the zoom in the software. So Mm -hmm. you can feel when you get to 2X, 5X, 10x and those are like good levels of zoom to try that to use more up to often. 30 yeah yeah so that's pretty cool super res zoom for all the little weird stops in between i'm excited to test you know using the cameras how well they handle zooming but that's like more interesting on the specs is like what features they would add and it seems like they're doing a lot of camera stuff yeah something that's really interesting to me about the zoom is that they admitted on stage because when you when you take the center pixels and then you use that as a crop to get an optical zoom, you're using smaller pixels because you were previously turning those pixels into bigger super pixels and now you're using smaller pixels, which means you're going to have a noisier image. And they admitted that on stage. They're like, oh, but, you know, so we're doing that, but then you have smaller pixels. So what we're doing, and then they talked about this whole pipeline change where they're remosaicing the the Bayer array to like make it better. I don't. I need to talk to them more about what exactly they're doing, but they like seem to be aware of it. Whereas Apple didn't even acknowledge that. So. I think it's pretty classic Google using software to overcome hardware problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, always. I remember the Pixel Three briefing we went to. They were telling us about all these things for zooming. I, I think I'm at the point where until I see a zoom photo, that I'm like, that looks great. Yeah, I'm just not going to believe any of this. I have yeah. such a hard time being excited for a Zoom in a smartphone at this point. The phones at the event were preloaded with like a bunch of pictures that were taken on like Pixel 7 Pro. And I will say that like at least, you know, the photos that they showed Exactly, us, yeah. Um, every Zoom level looked pretty great until you got to 30X and then looked terrible. Okay. It was so kind of like, like watercolor at that point. Yeah, it was kind of like the Samsung like 100X Zoom when they first announced it and everyone was doing the comparison photos and like... Yeah, you can do 100, but it. I, what is that? What yeah. am I looking at? <laughs> oh, that's the, that's that's the, the Eiffel Tower thing. from yeah. a thousand miles away. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I always say, if I'm using the Zoom, it's to like, I'm taking that picture to prove I saw something, not to post as a nice picture. The minute I zoom totally. in on my smartphone, I've given up on quality completely, yeah. and it's yeah. a proof. Of I would 100%. say 5X maybe you could use for like a portrait shot, but beyond that, it's like... Okay, that's yeah, yeah, interesting would just point. be the telephoto. Yeah, yeah. I I think the coolest feature is something that might not end up staying as a Pixel 7 exclusive, and that is the unblur feature. Okay, so they showed on stage, basically, you have a Pixel 7 or 7 Pro, either one, it has the Tensor G2 chip, and you can take a photo in your Google Photos library, whether or not it was taken on the phone, and if it has a slightly blurry face, or a slightly blurry, maybe it was shaking a little bit, 
not even just faces, just whatever. Yeah, they said it'll detect blur or it'll detect things that are slightly out of focus. Yeah, and it will go, oh, this seems like you'd want to unblur it, and it'll surface the unblur button, which is always available. You hit the unblur button, and it uses AI and sharpening and ML and blah, 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 neural, blah, blah, blah. Google (laughs) does its magic and creates a sharper fixed photo basically it's very impressive based on the three or four demos that i saw in person (laughs) i've got to try this now like i have lots of blurry photos in my google photos library um i say that it might not stay exclusive because remember uh magic eraser and lots of other features (laughs) but like that started Mm -hmm. as a pixel 6 exclusive and now that's just a thing you can do now yeah so unblur seems cool yeah probably don't need a pixel for it you know, it's hilarious is that um, because they added the thing in the Pixel 6 where it'll it'll use the ultra wide camera to also take an yes. image and then strap it in. It's like they have so many ways to like avoid blur now that at at point of capture, they're avoiding blur. And now they're also getting rid of the blur after point of capture. Yeah. So it's just like. No photos will ever be blurry ever again. Oh, our parents will figure out how to mess that <laughs> up. But Maybe? I do I do like that you can um you can do it on any image. So I have like a lot of film photos that I've taken that are slightly out of focus. Yeah. And theoretically it could fix that. That'd it's be, not really the same photo anymore, but it, it's I think that's cool. It's pretty cool that you can bring in other things that you haven't even taken on the phone, let alone even maybe like a smartphone that I'll yeah. be interested to see how well it does. But I don't know. They do pretty good on that. I hope it does well, and this isn't just the uh, the chain link fence example. Well, at least I got to see it. Kind of saw it already. I got to see it actually work. Is it called remastering? When you like, you know, those photos, someone will take like an old like sepia photo and they'll like restore it, whatever, something um, like that. Colorized. Yeah, colorized, and they'll like take an old photo and like make you can like see into the past more sharply. Mm -hmm. It kind of feels like that sort of magic. Like Google's just making that possible on a phone. Which they also have colorized in Google Photos now. So they basically will just turn old garbage photos into great photos. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. It's going it's to gonna be, be your birthday present. You're going to have all these make it. high school yearbook photos from the 60s looking like 4K photos. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. But but um, to your point on how long it's going to stay a Pixel exclusive. We should make a bet. I'm Yeah, we should make a bet. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that the, the servers that Google runs um, all of its Google Photos stuff on, like run tensor processors too or tes- tensor processing units so i mean i could see three to five months this just coming to everybody it, it right now it feels like it's definitely like a marketing thing that it's like please buy our pixel because we have this exclusive feature but google pretty much always rolls out the exclusive pixel features into all devices through yeah. google photos i think this this kind of loops into the benchmarks video that we did this week which is there are pieces of silicon of the system on a chip that is that are designed for certain tasks to accelerate them and make them really good. Google's for a while now they've had cool things for like speech to text. Like you just ramble at your phone and it's immediately <laughs> transcribing everything you say. There's a new recorder app. Well, it's the it's same recorder app, the app, but there's an update to it that's coming later. And it's not at launch, but it has speaker labels. Mm-hmm. They blew my mind with it because when they were giving me the walkthrough, they were talking about certain things and I was replying and they were talking and then the guy took his phone out of his pocket and showed me that the whole time it was recording and had speaker labels and they were accurate that's a great demo I was like that is great on device processing in his pocket in his pocket damn so when I see is this your card moment (laughs) (laughs) you've been writing all that down so when I see this uh, this unblur feature I imagine it probably works best on device because Tensor G2 has the horsepower in that special part of the silicon for that function great um it'll probably just be slower and slightly worse on other phones that aren't the new pixel 7 yeah fine yeah yeah i have one more thing yeah uh i really really liked they showed uh like google always talks about inclusivity and accessibility a lot um they've talked about skin tones a lot in terms of their camera stuff but i really really liked the section where they have a new feature for the selfie camera where if you are visually impaired it can voice talk to you about how to like maybe set up your shot a little better so that people who are visually impaired can take selfies without needing somebody else to help them at all. Yeah. I just thought that was like such a good idea and I'm so surprised we haven't seen it before. One face, move your phone slightly left and down. Move your phone slightly right and up. Ready for selfie. Three, two, one. 
Photo taken. One face. Oh my god, I love this. Move your phone right and up. Ready for selfie. Wait, I want to get my light. Photo taken. This is so cool. It's a great idea. I saw a demo of it. Shout out to Molly Burke, fellow YouTuber, in the in the demo for that. Um, also, the selfie camera is really wide. Did you notice that? I the saw ultra the wide number. is wider, and the new selfie camera is also wider. Yeah, yes. yeah. The selfie camera because it's eleven megapixels now, I believe. Yep. So I think when it's so by default, you open the selfie app and it's cropped in to like probably eight or something. Yeah, but you can zoom out. Okay, and it's really it's like Pixel Three XL ninety two point eight degree field of view. I think that's what about what Pixel Two. I sorry, love Pixel the Three XL. Oh, yeah. it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, eleven like, megapixels is so unfortunate because it's right below 4K. underneath four K, yeah, which is like twelve megapixels, three or something. So close. I so know. it's ten point eight apparently. <laughs> oh, Basically really? eleven. I just want to before someone gets mad at oh, the point two. Still, I want uh, to just yeah. so it won't do four K video. But I just fine. love that it's super super wide again. Agreed. Like I've been waiting for that forever. So yeah, yeah. Same prices. Oh, Same yeah. prices as last Ugh. year, and that's not okay. I gave the Pixel 6 my value phone of the year. I think $599 for the base phone is great. Totally. I still don't know how you justify spending $300 more on the Pro. Because we are we were thinking about that last year where it's like, ah, what are you really getting for $300 more? Telephoto, That's 120 hertz, yeah. bigger battery. That's, it. That's mostly what you're getting. Is that $300 more phone? It's the same thing this year. It's LTPO telephoto bigger battery same four more gigs of ram like that's it and i'm not sure if they just liked the way the last year's phone sold so they didn't want to change anything i'm not sure if it's look we need to look like a premium phone so we need to charge premium phone money because that's what it has to look like on a shelf a combination of things but that's the new it's the same price as last year i do think um i think in their mind and something they said in the event was they're comparing the top phone to other flagships, which is, this is cheaper than other flagships. It is. So therefore, the 899 price isn't the worst, but it makes it feel worse yeah. when your other phone is really good and exactly. so cheap. So they're almost like biting themselves by doing that yeah. because like that's a great price phone. This isn't a bad price phone if you want to actually compare it to other flagships. It's a great price. Are they screwing themselves over? I'm not going to complain. I love the $600 price tag. Here's how I'll phone. phrase it. If the 7 doesn't exist, the Pixel 7 Pro looks like a good deal. Because you're like, wow, you're exactly. undercutting exactly. all the $900, hundred, the $1,000 phones out there that it's being compared to. Am I having deja vu right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the is, second is you really put them both in the lineup, then you're like, oh, yeah, no, it's $300 cheaper to get almost the same phone. Yeah, I think the only thing that they kind of leaned into more to try to separate the phones this year is that because it's 5x zoom, zoom. And then all of the magic they're doing that allows you to zoom into like 20x and have it still look good. Like on the Pixel 7, you can't do any of that. I agree. But I know. $300, I know. Who's, $300. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would save 300 bucks and not be able to zoom. And then the better, the wider ultra wide, it's 21% wider on the yeah. Pixel 7 Pro. And it has the autofocus pixels, which allows you to do macro mode. Macro not shots. that anyone really cares about macro mode. No, I do. That is a good point. Actually, splitting the ultra wide up a little more does add like one more step mm -hmm. to it. And the I zoom guess. stuff, like 5x yeah. zoom versus 3x, and then yeah. allowing you to do like 20x and still look good, I think is more. But when I held them both personally, and I think I might even have said this last year, I think the Pixel 7 feels higher quality than the 7 Pro just because of the form factor and how big it is. But the flat screen actually. The flat screen, I think, makes it feel better. Good. Yeah, it's thin yeah. bezels and flat screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because no, it's a good like material. It. It's not like it's not like the OnePlus Nine regular, which felt like absolute trash because the back was like really bad quality. Yeah, it feels like a good it, like for five ninety nine. The Seven feels very premium. I will say that. It, yeah, we're complaining complaining about it here, but this is honestly a good problem for Pixel to have because like or Google to have because the people who are making this comparison between them are still debating between two Google phones. So true. I mean, like. It's a pretty good problem to have. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. same price as last year. I'm I'm going to start testing them. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see if they're worth it. We'll see if the differences are deeper than we're realizing now. But that's the Pixel 7 and Pixel 7 Pro. They did also give us a preview of, oh, yeah. of a mysterious Ooh. tablet yes. that looms on the horizon. 
We'll talk about that after one more break. Right. But that does mean it's time for one more trivia question. All right. Back to the Google theme this week. What was Google originally going to be called? The company. Well, the search engine. The ser- this. Okay. Oh. The search engine. We had an easier question, but I got lit up for the first one being too easy. <laughs> no! So I, I didn't say like anything. I... Can I have the old question? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I read about this last week and promptly forgot. Me too. Time for a break. Time for a break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back. We're going to talk about Pixel Tablet next, which is kind of something I don't think anyone expected to hear much more about, right? Because it's a next year product. Well, this is the weird Google thing they're doing is they're just teasing everything they're going to do soon. A year in advance. So that when it leaks, they're like, well, we showed everybody already. We... What is yeah, a leak if we just give it to you? I mean, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. So I almost felt like all the leaks of the Pixel 7 and stuff, even though we knew about the tablet, we weren't expecting to learn more. Mm. We did. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to say when we were sitting and watching this, they opened up the whole event and they're talking about design where they kind of showed off everything. Right. And they they showed the tablet, but it was kind of on like a it was on an end table on the couch. And I was like, is that a Nest Hub or a tablet? I think it is. And Hiato said, Oh, it's just a Nest Hub. It's supposed to look exactly like it. And I went, wouldn't it be sick if it had a docking station <laughs> that turned it into a Nest Hub? Is this, you're freaking out. I feel like we had the same thought. You, yeah, it's just the most brilliant thing ever. It's so simple. It's awesome. It's awesome. I love it so I, much. Okay, you know what's okay. even more telling? What? Is that I walked over to like the area where they had all the products and stuff. And there was a Google like product, like, product specialist. And I was like, is this the, the tablet? And she was like, I... Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> At that it? moment. I had that I moment where I, I walked up to him and the person in front of me just picked it up <laughs> and tried to take it off. And I was like, oh, no, that's just the Nest Hub. No, it's, so for the listeners, yeah. like the the base looks exactly like the base of the Nest Hub. It's sort of like that fabric. And then yeah. you just like it's got these pogo pin contacts and it's magnetic and you slap it against the thing. And for me, this makes so much sense because right. I love the Nest Hub already. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm not even buying a Pixel tablet. I'm buying a Nest Hub that detaches so that I can just randomly use it as a tablet in the few circumstances that I want to. I couldn't be more on the same page. I just like the minute I saw it, I was like, this is a Nest Hub that I will love. I can detach it for when I'm hosting. If I want to like walk around my house and like play different music or if I go to my backyard and I'm controlling music or controlling lights or like maybe seeing if someone's at the door, I have it with Mm -hmm. me. And then the very few times I would want a tablet is like, downloading movies for the plane or something like that where i don't need to buy a crazy tablet i can just pop it off my nest hub and take it with on the trip with me it's so smart it does make a lot of sense i want to know what their solution is for needing two different uis i guess maybe when you pop it in the pins it goes oh i am a hub now probably and does all the hub stuff where like if the doorbell rings it takes over the whole screen where if it's a tablet and the doorbell rings it's just a notification so they probably have this sort of a switching mode where you know when your tablet when it's on the pins Cool. Uh, also, this is maybe this is just picky of me, but I I only use most of the time I use my tablet at home. It's on a stand, like a, in a folio case, like okay. on on the kitchen table or something. So if I want to do that with this one, I need to pop it off of the stand and then mm. put it in the folio case. And then when I put it back, I take it out of the folio case and put it back on the stand. That's fine. I can deal with that. I think it's a good idea. I think, I think it's a good idea. The scenario you say you usually use a tablet at home, I mm-hmm. don't think this is for you. That's my take from it. This I want this because I'm not a tablet person. Yeah. And right. there are a few situations like media consumption where I would want it. And I and like that's what this is for. This is mostly for me going to be home automation, 
and a Nest Hub, and then I get the benefit of a tablet that I don't need to be super intense yeah. every once in a while when I need yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a tablet person whatsoever. I've never found use for them, but like, I love the Nest Hub. So just being able to use it as a tablet if I need to in these rare circumstances just makes so much sense. And I yeah, think, yeah. just for the record, I'm pretty sure Lenovo made this exact product like five years ago. Screw them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Just around the time of the like original Google Home. Okay. I'm pretty sure that they made like an Android tablet that mounted and became a smart display. But because it wasn't like supported by Google in the way that this is where yeah. it like acts and looks like an S-Dub. My biggest question now is how good are the speakers going to be? Because the... Um, in the base? In the... I don't know if this the base is a speaker. It is. It is? I would assume yeah, it's, it's, it a, it's a magnetic speaker dock. In that case, everything's amazing. Let's yeah. go party, baby. Let's <laughs> Sounds go. Like the speakers Woo! in the tablet don't have to be that great because they can just be normal tablet speakers, and then they pop it on to the speaker dock, and then it's got everything you need to this be This is a, the greatest Google product ever. It might I'm be. So excited. I, I will be interested. <laughs> I will be interested a couple things. Um, price, obviously. Like, yeah. what is this price going to be? Specs on it. I'm kind of. Are you assuming this is going to be? I said like it's running Tensor. Okay. You th so, I guess I don't even know what that necessarily means. It's good. Is this going to be a competitor to like a top of the line iPad? I don't think it should be. Yeah. I don't care about that. I wouldn't I say. That's, I think that that's important. What you just said, like yeah. people who like the eighty percent of tablet users who are just like I think what was the stat on stage? Like eighty percent of tablets are homebodies. Yeah. Never leave the house. They're on the living room couch most of the time. It's the kids watching videos. It's right. Netflix on the plane. Casual stuff. That person, this is great for them. And that person doesn't need an A15 Bionic or whatever. Like the iPad Pro and all those expensive tablets that have these crazy super high-end features are for the fringe of people who are like, maybe this can be my only computer. Like yeah. that type of level tablet user, great. Uh, nobody's cross-shopping those. I think this can be a $600 tablet. I'm hoping 600. Less. Yeah, six hundred dollars. You turn it into your Nest Hub. You don't have to spend two hundred dollars on a Nest Hub now. How yeah. much is a Nest Hub Max? Nest Hub Max. Yeah, I'm assuming screen size is probably pretty more similar to the Max. Two thirty. Oh, you guys, oh, you guys didn't even get to see it, right? No, no, no it wasn't. No, there. no, okay. no. no. Yeah. Me, well, I thought I saw it. Yeah, you probably, <laughs> yeah. But so I don't, even the product manager didn't know if it was. She was like, a, I don't really know because I'm. I'm going to guess it's closer to the Nest Hub Max size for yeah. the screen, right? Yeah, 10 inch. So how much is a Nest Hub Max? 230. 230. Nest Hub Max came out in I'm guessing like, 2019, by the way. Yeah, I remember I've, going to the I.O. for that. That was three years ago. I still use mine every day. They're awesome. Yeah. They're great. I, lo I love this product. Do you think 600? So much. How much I would cheered. you... What do you think the price should be for this tablet? Do you want I like a super... Optimistic or like how it's so much going to depend on how what the specs are on the thing. What it, it's got huge bezels, so I'm just automatically going to guess the cheaper end. Right. I want to say five to six hundred. I think using context like you are, big bezels, tensor chip, fine. Like doesn't need a ton of RAM or high end specs, and iPad Air is what five hundred. This can be at or under iPad iPad Air. I think it will be under. I think it'll be four fifty to five hundred. That's my guess. I'm gonna guess three ninety nine. Whoa. I okay. So one thing that is interesting is when you scale up production of chips, which they get to do now. Think about this. Tensor was okay. only used in pixels before. Mm -hmm. How many pixels did they sell? more than any other pixel but not that many in in the retrospect mm -hmm. if they're able to use tensor g2 in another product that they're going to be shipping a lot of the overall unit price of tensor g2 will go down if that's the case they might even be able to make this cheaper that's why the um the uh i i ipod no, I, I, I phone wow I just <laughs> I nailed phone. it. <laughs> I just iPod phone. It's been a long, long day. day. That's why the iPhone SE is able to run the flagship chip because the yeah. they make a, just an absolute crapload of A6, A15s and they can just put it in everything. You know. Yeah. So you're um, on three ninety nine somewhere in there. I think either three forty nine or three ninety nine. Whoa. Three forty nine would be great. I'm like. A little skeptical of how cheap it will be just because the last cheap Google tablet 
was horrific and i don't think they want to make sure it's intel process yeah yeah that was pretty so like i do yeah i'm more getting excited the more you two talk about this i thought it was going to be kind of expensive i'm worried it's going to be too much of like trying to compete with the top tablets and then it's going to be this like in if it's like a thousand dollar thing it's going to be a a total flop i want it to be cheap i want it to be like just a decent tablet that's like we've said i feel like this is only going to be for adults because like if you give your kid a tablet right you can give them like a cheap kindle fire and they're just going to be using it as only a tablet all the time and they never like a kid is not going to walk up to the counter and mount the smart display never gonna do that i would not give my kid the option to do that right yeah. so if that's the case then like I feel like it's mostly going to be media consumption device, so it could probably get away with like three gigs of RAM. You could make it cheaper, honestly. I feel like yeah, oh, three ninety nine would be a dream. I would be so happy if it was three ninety nine. I think it will be. Oh, or three forty nine. One of the I'm two. I'm gonna stick with my like five hundred dollar prediction. Okay, but yeah, I, I do agree. They're not going to compete with the the high end tablets of like. Do you want a super high end, low latency stylus? Do you want like yeah, three no cameras way. for some reason? Like it, it only has one camera. You might not ever use it. Like it's a it's a Nest body. Hub Max that yeah. happens to detach. Yeah, that's exactly. What I you like think that. About it. Well, it'll be interesting to see how people compare them too, because I do think that sh- it's that it's almost not a tablet. Maybe mm. they're shooting themselves in the foot by calling it a tablet, but like yeah, it's a Nest Home Max that has a tablet function. And yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Do you guys to. think it's going to replace the Nest Hub Max? Like they'll stop selling the Nest Hub Max? Uh, interesting. Then it would have to be cheaper. I don't Why? think so. No, no. Because I, the Nest Hub Max is only $230. So if it's replacing oh. the Nest Hub Max and you're going to go up to $350, that's tougher ask to get that into people's homes. I think it could because there's still the regular Nest Hub. There is a small size the one. The small one. I could yeah. see it just being the new big version and there's still the small version if you want a cheaper wow. non-tablet version. That's a huge delta, but you know, Google likes to do that apparently. I mean, you know what they should make? The Nest Hub Mini, but it detaches. So you get a tablet a that's five this inch big. tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller than the Pixel 6 7 Pro. Yeah. <laughs> you know Google, do- they keep introducing it as a tablet. They keep saying Google tablet. Yeah, that's so what's worrying me. I think it's going to live as a tablet and you can buy this dock separately if you want to do this thing i think that's what's really? gonna happen oh wait hold on hold really on. yeah when we're talking about prices are we including the doc i thought no. it was all coming together i thought it was coming together i might have to rewatch the keynote and see if they said optional or not but it's i i every time i hear them talk about it it's this the nice finish so when you hold it it's like this and then the speakers and the, the screen and the camera it's a tablet first but if you want to we have this sick extra thing you can do oh, which no. is mounted on a magnetic speaker dock and then it becomes your Nest Hub Max. They're probably not going to show on the website, but no, I'll I... rewatch the keynote. But that's that's how I got. It. That's how I perceive. Okay, so it. you think five hundred dollars with no dock? You I, were thinking yeah. three. Like I was thinking three ninety nine with the dock. But I think I've just so. I think you and I are just so excited about it. We yeah. have it in our head that it's like a uh, Nest Hub. But you make a really good point, and yeah. now I'm scared. Should I watch <laughs> it real quick? I'm going to watch this section of the keynote just to find it real quick. I'm too, pretty sure they just said, and it can mount on. Like, I think they're very vague about it. Definitely. Okay, hold on. It reimagines how a tablet can actually be helpful all the time in your home by pairing it with a new charging speaker dock. Ta-da! By pairing it with... Yeah, they're separate mean, products. I don't think See, so. I think I could also hear pair it with by saying, like, we're pairing it with, oh, as in, like, this package right. has it. I don't know. It will live as a tablet. I don't think you're going to try to... In your hands and in your home. I don't think you're going to get people to buy this if every single one of them comes with a speaker dock. I think people are just going to want a Google tablet, period. There is no good Google tablet right now. Does anyone want a Google tablet? I think some people do. You know, I was so excited like five minutes ago. I think we should end (laughs) this right now because I want to end this on a high note. I think... Wait, let me watch the rest of this 30-second clip. One eternity later. The way they're talking about it is very product talk for these will be separate. And we, we will offer this dock separately Shut for up. our price. Okay, look at this. <laughs> With the Pixel tablet, we're taking everything we learned from years of making Pixel and products for the home and combining it into one great device. Yeah, the tablet. No, no I, that no, sounds tablet Pixel and, and products. And the home. And combining it. And combining it. I think they ship together. I don't I don't think either way, but I hope immensely. Yeah. I want, I want to be wrong, but everything I'm hearing right now is they will be separate. 
that's a we'll keep an eye on that. It's twenty twenty three at some point. We don't know yeah, when. Yeah, it's a while away. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's the tablet. Although it does say <laughs> that's pairing, the event. It, pairing it with the new charging speaker dock. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're never gonna come to a consensus. Also, also think of this future. You have one tablet and three different speaker docks around your house and you just walk around and just pop it on when you, you go into the bedroom, <laughs> you just sweet. pop it in there. Yeah, but then there's also just like ugly speaker docks sitting around that yeah. don't have anything. Which just exposed pins. Yeah. Yeah. We have now turned this into the most polarizing Google Google product of the (laughs) This isn't the greatest tablet of all time or the worst tablet of all time. No in between. I didn't, when they first showed off the Pixel tablet, I was like, I could not be more disinterested in this. And now I'm like, this is the greatest Google product has ever been. It's the most I've cheered at an event for like the last three years. All right. Yeah. Well, this is what we're optimistic. We're camp optimistic. Let's just camp out there. I'm game. All right. Well, that's it. That's a whole bunch of Google for one week. We'll definitely have some videos on on the way for you. You probably will see at least one of them by the time this video goes up. So thanks for listening to the pod. Thanks for watching. And uh, Techtober mm. is in full swing. How fast did we just cruise through Techtember? But now we're in Techtober. It's happening. It's already long. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> that was, I didn't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your elbow just cracked. It sounded like I hit a baseball. That was well uh, done. You said full swing and it cracked. Oh, full swing. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I have to end it now. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, trivia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah trivia. <laughs> I don't get to end it until we answer the questions. Gentlemen, start your whiteboards. Which of the following was not the name of a color of Google Pixel? Here's the list again. Sorta sunny. Clearly white. Not pink. Not really black. Got my answer. Bow. Are we ready? Ready. All right. Marquez, you seem confident. You want to flip yours around first? Sort of sunny. Sort of sunny. Sort of sunny. Not duh. Except for David. Okay. Wow. Not really black. Yeah, not really black is one I made up while we were recording the podcast. What was sort of? Oh sunny? wait, so I got it right. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, you got it duh. right. <laughs> that's why I said, that's why so I said duh. <laughs> what was yeah. sort of? Was that a pixel? It was, I think oh, it, was, it, was, a, it was the yellow pixel four. No, it is no, three. three. It, is it three. wasn't the four yet. Not the three. There was a yellow three. It was a. I was like a flesh colored. I thought it was called like was a sort of sunny. Uh, six pro. Oh guys, so recent. Six guys, so recent. Pro. Yeah, the, the, the gold color. The gold color pro. That was sort of sunny. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. Whoa. Oh, shows how much I paid attention to the yellow phone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Zero points for that for me. David gets one. Let's well played. Go. I'm gonna well catch played. up with you guys, and I don't not even on the same. <laughs> <laughs> not even on the same episodes. Okay. All right. Question number two. What was Google, the search engine, originally going to be called? This one is tough. Okay. Hmm. You asked for this. I did. David asked for this. I I did. You could have had the Chrome bit question. Um, And I would have been right. Wait, wait. Wait, don't. (laughs) Audio listeners are loving this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's like that TikTok sound. <laughs> All right, Andrew, are you still thinking or no? No, I'm oh, ready. sweet. All right, cool. So, what is David still thinking? Marquez is looking it up on his computer. Oh no, I'm pulling up a TikTok. Sound. <laughs> I don't okay. believe you. All right, all right, I'm ready. Ready? Flip them boards. Google. 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 Google, but spelled correctly. What, like is, Mar- I what is Marquez's board page say? Rank. Rank. I, I didn't Sorry. know it. Across the board. Their algorithm is called the page rank algorithm. Yeah, that's what I figured. They I did. didn't know it, so I went with trick question, and that oh. was Google to start with. So. Interesting I f- idea. I thought it mm. is something I would do, but unfortunately, the original name of the search engine was called Backrub. Oh, yeah. That's I'm weird. I'm so glad they went with Google. <laughs> it was a reference to how Google could comb the internet's backlinks, the hidden links to other websites inside websites. So, so they named it Backrub, rub, though? What? I don't know. 
That guy got me. that guy got fired. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Sergey. They, they should uh, just call okay. <laughs> <laughs> it back crawl. You know, or back comb. Back whatever. Comb. All of those are terrible. They're all terrible. Or search engine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have called. Thanks it. for thank you, Google, for being Google. Appreciate yeah. that name. Yeah, picture if we a bunch of us were walking around with back rub pixels in our pockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I just Googled back rub and it just brought up a bunch of masseuse spoilers. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it didn't what occur to me. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> well, I think we all learned something new. I think it's usually uh, at least once a week we learn something new from uh, trivia. So I think mission accomplished. Anyway, I think we can end it now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you later. <laughs> Waveform is produced by Adam Alina and Ellis Rovin. Seriously, big shout out to them this week. It is currently five o'clock on Thursday as we're wrapping this up and they are going to edit this whole thing by tomorrow, which is insane. They're not leaving till it's done. <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs> So just big round of applause for them. Um, we are also partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network and our intro outro music was created by Vane Sill. Damn, we got that down. We're visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just visible. Switch today at visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see visible.com.